0: doing welcome to episode number 57 of free markets green earth I am as always Nikki p here with my lovely co-host ben the Liberty hippie how are you doing there lovely Ben
1: I'm feeling lovely I'm feeling lovely so is that hairline I know I know I've been wearing a hat all day and uh I've been yeah just I, I I don't care I don't care anymore I've reached that age I don't care if, uh, I wasn't married and, and, or my wife would allow it, I would, uh, probably shave my head at this point, but,
0: uh, I wouldn't recommend it that I, your, your head is not shaped for that.
1: I, I had it shaved, uh, once upon a time and it's, I have a fairly round head. There's, there's not a lot of bumps and divots. Um, so I got that going, but, uh, you know, it is what
0: it is. You look very white supremacist with the,
1: with a shaved head. Yes. Yes. I, I've been told that before. Um, so I have to do something about that. I don't, I don't know what, but, uh.
0: I don't know. I guess you're just gonna gonna have to go join Antifa or something. Yeah,
1: yeah get a little. Uh, I don't know. If you get a communist tattoo, a little little hammer and sickle, would that convince people that I'm not a racist?
0: I don't know, but I'd I'd use your head for target practice. <laughs> Roll that melon around there, like ping, ping. Yeah, yeah. Take that, China. <laughs> so speaking of China, we have a fun little conversation we're gonna have today about this this amazing, amazing mystery that perplexed us for all of a weekend here in america
1: dun 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 i mean it was longer than a weekend it's been you know been going on for a while
0: i think i feel
1: like it has i don't know
0: i mean i never saw a single thing about it prior to last week i think the earliest the earliest article i I found was like from eight days ago okay so and then most of them honestly were from like friday so apparently why
1: don't you describe what happened I have to check and see. I don't know. I'll, I'll check and see. I, I I don't know, man. So uh, apparently, um, you know, people people started getting seeds in the mail, um, seeds that they hadn't ordered, and and I guess on the packaging, the dainty little label that said they were from from China, and uh, it scared people. So I don't know, man. Um, I didn't get any of those seeds. Fortunately, unfortunately, I don't know. I have gotten some some packages that I haven't ordered before, uh, and I, I think that's what a lot of people were saying in the end. That this that's what this kind of became it was uh, I guess they call it a brushing scam. Know, have you ever heard one of those?
0: I got the impression that it was a way to fix reviews online. Yeah. So like you can't re- you can't review something unless you ordered it. So you order order something
1: and then you yeah the the merchants send it out and they send out cheap useless crap nobody wants, but then they have a verified sale and then they can, you know, inflate their reviews or whatever and, and, uh, you know, hype their own stuff. So that was what the, I guess they kind of assume it was. Um, but you know, it took a, took a minute for that to kind of sink through or people to figure out. So who knows? Maybe, maybe it wasn't, maybe that wasn't it. Maybe that's just what they want us to think. Those filthy, filthy, communists, Chinese communists, what, what do you want to call them? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that the filthy <laughs> communists makes them any different than anyone here in the States at this point. No, it certainly does not. Certainly does not. Aside, aside from a, a select few. So, I guess it was the reaction to it that kind of really threw
0: me for a loop.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, because it's one of those things, like, with all, I think if this had happened a year and a half ago, right, nobody really think twice about it. But with like, you know, the Chinese virus. Now you got Chinese seeds. It's uh, it's scary, man. It's scary. Uh, who knows what's in that that package, right? They're going to send uh, all sorts of wild cannabis seeds and who knows what other drugs they've been growing over there. And they're going to try to get us to grow here. I'm a little pissed. I haven't gotten any wild cannabis seeds. <laughs> I thought it was native to Asia. I mean, right? And that, like, you know, where it come from. I mean, isn't opium native to Asia? <laughs> <laughs> this is true as well.
0: Anyways, so long story short, People, the, the 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 real fear is that a bunch of people started getting seeds in the mail that they didn't order. And as you can imagine, all hands on deck, nobody opened them. Yeah. Nobody let them anywhere near the ground. And I'm just in my head, like I have visions of the government being terrified that they're like a whole bunch of Audrey 2s from Little Shop of Horrors coming to life all over America and just eating us all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've, I've not i have not seen that but it sounds sounds terrifying you've never seen the rick moranis version of little shop of Wars? Uh i don't know I, I don't i don't watch feed miss emo no maybe i don't know look it's got it's got the
0: the best character that ooh, father of the bride no
1: maybe not that white haired guy
0: yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about
1: yeah I
0: could, King Tut, like I can tell you a million things he did, and now it's bothering me. It's like, like a world-renowned banjo player.
1: Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different guy.
0: No, you're not. You're thinking of the right guy. <laughs> you just didn't know he was a world-renowned banjo player with like a Grammy and stuff.
1: No, apparently not. Yeah, that's what he did when he got older. I tried to learn how to play the banjo once. It did not work out well. Um, I have a banjo. I left, left mine in Korea. Was
0: it a Korean banjo? It was not. It was not. Steve Martin. God, I'm an idiot. Why the fuck did I not remember Steve Steve Martin's name?
1: That's he's a, he's a banjo player. He's a banjo player. He is a world renowned banjo player. No joke, man. I had no clue.
0: That's wild. I mean, uh, um, but he plays. It's my favorite favorite role he's ever done. Mind you, he's done some good good roles, but he plays a dentist who's just who just gets off on causing people problems. It's like drinking. He's like taking the nitrous when he's doing work. Nice. Just trying to cause people pain. He's got like a whole musical number about, you know, how, like when he was a kid, they, they knew he did funny things like shooting
1: puppies with BB guns and... Sounds funny. Killing cats. <laughs> what? It sounds funny. Killing cats and shooting... Up. I, I I don't know. I didn't know he was... I'm, I'm still like, I'm reeling from him being a, a banjo player. It's just mind blowing. It's pretty funny.
0: It really is. Like If, you, if you, you were unaware of that, I'm sorry to spring that on you right now. Yeah. Yeah. But... You know, the, the whole point of that movie is, like, so Rick, Rick Moranis' character just picks up a plant and, like, starts feeding it, and eventually, like, he starts feeding, like, if nothing's working, it won't stay alive, and it's such an interesting looking plant. And then, like, he accidentally stamps his, or, you know, cuts his finger, and, like, it starts licking its lips, and, like, like it's this fly trap. So then he starts, you know, feeding it his blood, <laughs> Well, that eventually starts feeding it other people, and, and eventually, like, it's this giant creature who eventually sings this song because I'm a mean green mother from outer space and I'm bad. Mm-hmm. But like, I imagine like that the government just assumed that it was just going to be those popping up all over America, swallowing us all whole. If this was a, uh, this was allowed to, the were allowed to be planted.
1: Well, of course it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, to some degree, you know, that that's not necessarily, uh, total misconception right that that could be a possibility maybe not like man-eating plants but like there's a there's some issues there that that could arise from it right like um when you think about uh gmo type plants who knows what's what's been being cooked up in in labs and in terms of like bio warfare you know um half the reason the usda is scared right now is probably because they're they're aware of the things that they've been working on you know it's uh I don't know. I, I can see it going a uh, hundred different ways in terms of bio warfare type stuff.
0: I just imagine that there are better ways to do that
1: than just randomly sending it to people in America. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like to some degree, but at the same time, like
0: uh, I mean, it, it, I would be, I'd be, I'd be less surprised if it was the Russians, and I'm pretty positive because I mean, why would they? Why would they like stamp it back to China if it was China who did it?
1: Well, uh, yeah, okay, so right, and regardless, like. Why leave the paper trail? And it, and it may not be China, right? It may maybe Russia. Who knows? I don't know. But like... Like you, if, if I were them and you were trying to do it sneaky, why
0: don't you just start like instead of putting silica gel in your silica gel packets you put over here,
1: just throw some uh, some seeds. Yeah, but... So, you know, all those end up there? Th- that's, it's the same, I guess. I mean, you could send it in other things, but it's the same like idea, right? If if you send these things, and I think it's when you send a packet of seeds to someone, especially like I was reading one article and... Uh, Maybe I was talking to someone about it and like they had actually, you know, bought seeds on Amazon. And so when this package showed up, they actually thought like this was what they ordered and it was just very poor shipment and it wasn't necessarily what they ordered and they thought it got mixed up. But, you know, that's what it was. And, and you know, I mean, like when you think about like what, what we do, what what Monsanto does with their seeds and you t- think about like the, the chemical resistance that they they have to stuff, you know, or like plants that have built in herbicide right? or uh, pesticide like you could potentially have someone designing a seed somewhere that's creating something that is otherwise you know poisonous right something that would be edible that is now poisonous and maybe you're not going to eat it but maybe you decide to give it to your cows and now your cows die right and maybe it's invasive at the same time and now maybe it starts spreading and and then you're kind of out of luck you know um i, I don't know I, I just i i, I uh have fun thinking about those things. So, a couple things here. Number one, <laughs> we've
0: uh, we've talked about invasive species before. Maybe we need to do a little bit more fleshing out of that in this episode. Uh, also, the property rights and who gets to tell you what the fuck you do is also going to be a big factor in here. Yeah. So, I guess here's my position. Yeah, a, s- a smart person should probably not just go willy nilly planting shit. Like <laughs> that just seems like a stupid idea mm-hmm. in and of itself. I don't know why, if you respected your own property, you would do that. I guess is the first thing I would think. But yeah,
1: you'd think that. So
0: basically, what, what happens? You have a bunch of people step in and say you're not allowed, don't, Just don't plant them or do anything. Don't plant if them. If you right. get them, send them to us. We need to. We need to research this.
1: Burn them. Burning. Which,
0: yeah, which? Why? Why? Who, cares? who gives a shit? Those seeds, fucking burn. i you're gonna do anything. Yeah. You know, we re- we recommended action burning.
1: Well, you know, and think about that, right? Like you have these seeds that are are potentially whatever, who knows? And so, rather than just destroy them and and get rid of them, we're gonna send them back through the mail. We're gonna you know send them around someplace else and hope that nothing falls out of the packages and route. You know, let's uh, just spread it around some more. So ultimately, what did we end up finding out today? Well, I mean, according to the USDA and, and other places that tested them, um, the seeds themselves are fairly innocuous, right? It's mostly herbs, um, flowers, morning glory, mint, uh, sage, cabbage.
0: According to according to this Alabama article, I think it is. yeah, they uh, they actually gave a breakdown of like the percentages of the seeds that were vegetables.
1: Yeah. 50% of the samples identified as flour, 41 vegetable, and 9% herbs. But, you know, I mean, and that's that's just in Alabama. I'd seen someplace else, uh, mustard and, and morning glory. I that was in Florida. I mean, those all fall under herbs, don't they? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder, uh, morning glory would be, be flour, yeah. So the breakdown was a little bit more specific in, in some places. But yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, just because you can classify a seed doesn't necessarily mean you know what's in said seed, right? Like you can't look at a soybean and say, "Yep, this is this is Monsanto soybean here." All right? This is Monsanto.
0: You know, you're absolutely right, Ben. So no one should ever buy seeds ever again. Yeah, well, maybe not. You know, save your own
1: seeds, and uh, you know what you got.
0: You're right. You should probably only plant things from a reputable company that you have tracked and know, uh, know a history of. That's under green. That seems like the responsible thing to do. But ultimately, the thing that I keep coming back to is I keep hearing this invasive species thing. And the thing that's frustrating to me about the whole invasive species thing is that you're arbitrarily deciding to favor a less suited plant to, a, to an area. Right. It, it's part of that human desire to keep things the same permanently and in perpetuity. Like the idea that well this is the way it's always been so we just we must keep it this way forever, yeah. Which to me I guess is more of that whole human centric instinct like we hate humanity but we have to do the things that like scared of humanity dying <laughs> requires us to do. Like okay, it's this permanent fear that well something might wipe off humanity off the planet so we have to do things to keep that from happening which means never letting the earth change in any way. Yeah. An invasive species is one that grows better in a, in a particular environment, is the the idea behind it. Like, it's going to come in and it's going to take over space that other types of biodiversity has maintained. But it only does that if it's better suited to that environment. Like you can try and force it to happen all you want, but if it doesn't grow better in those conditions, then it's never going to happen. Yeah. And that some to in the idea being that, well, it's going to take over and then it, they, all you're going to have is this. Yeah. And I guess to me, it's it's just more human hubris, not allowing the planet to, plant to be what the planet's going to be, you know, deciding that we're the arbiters of, you know, we'll sit and we'll go and plant a ton of invasive species and in are, you know, out in gardens and, you know, well-known invasive species, mm-hmm. you know, we'll plant, frankly, we plant things that are actually technically well-known poison. How many, how many nightshades do we actually plant on purpose? <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Tasty. Exactly. But because we choose to, you know, well, we choose to, so it's fine to go and do this. Uh, invasive species, dude, look what we've done to all of our waterways. Yeah, for sure. It's a... <laughs> And and I tell you right now, if the government thought there was a good reason to do it, they'd do it in a fucking heartbeat. If they thought there was a reason to let those plants get
1: planted. Well, they, they did, you know. But because it's you. They have done that. <laughs>
0: exactly. And so it's a frustration of mine for anyone to swoop in here and p- try and play as if, Oh, it's for your best interest. Your best interests are, are 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 what we're keeping in mind. We don't we don't want this to ruin our wildlife. We don't want it to do this and that. I mean, last I knew, doesn't China have like a lot of wildlife over there?
1: I don't know. I guess <laughs> that they have like they they got some of those big water water monsters like that live over there. What's a water monster? I don't know. I feel like they got some big like water monster things that live over there, like like Godzilla. Yeah, kind of like Godzilla, but not quite. I'll find it.
0: Kaiju. I don't know, man. They exist. Dan's dance apparently like had a few too many drinks before today and he's just got he's got Pacific rim in his brain. No. What? He's he's thinking of Godzilla movies.
1: No, man, I'm serious.
0: Oh, he's like he's he's waiting for Mothra to come and swoop us all up now. Nothing wrong with Mothra. Do you do you think that those plants are gonna call Mothra, Ben?
1: No, probably not. I, I don't know, I have to go I'll figure it out. I'll find out and will you put it in the show notes, you put a link to on in the show. There's these big things that live underwater. Anyway, no, like it's not so much I think I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a strange situation, right? Because if like right now, if you go ahead and you plant, I'm trying to think of some some invasive down here. It's not really widespread, but you plant uh, like Chinese wisteria down here. You know, people use it as an ornamental. It's also highly invasive, and when it gets out into you know the wild and it's growing along the telephone lines and and the um, ditches, like it can, it'll climb up trees and it gets so big like it, it pulls the trees down and it kills the trees and, and it just creates this gigantic mess and there's no i have no no i can't think of the word i, I can't i i can't get uh can't do anything about it right i, I have no re- recompense um i
0: mean i'm you're talking ben and you just sound so incredibly racist <laughs> like we only we only like our native our native kinds around here
1: but, and see, that's the thing though, right? Like if you go go ahead and plant whatever you want to plant, but like if that vine starts growing on, on my property, can I do something about that? Right. If I don't want this, uh, thing that's going to destroy all my trees and let's say, you know, my trees, are, I have, uh, I have a bunch of grapefruit trees and, um, that's my livelihood and, and your wisteria gets in there and starts killing things. You know, is that okay? Uh, should, you know, I should be able to, to do something about that.
0: Control burn of the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> Yeah, so is that is that allowed? I don't, I don't know. Probably. But once again, that that's what it does boil down to. Is it boils down to you know your property rights and what do you have a right to do and where? Right. And frankly, I think if you you want to go and t- take the gamble and just start throwing, you know, lots of people throw their dicks in some weird places. Ben's gonna throw some seeds in some weird places. Apparently, you know, and grow some some just strange strange Chinese you know stuff. <laughs> that's that's your prerogative to do that. No one should have that right. Now, that being said, when your neighbors don't like what you're growing and it starts invading on their property, um, I think they have a, a genuine recourse that they can take at that point. They can, they can prove harm yeah. done by your choice to not maintain your, you know, your invasive species of plant on your property. And maybe in most cases, the property owner won't care, but you run that risk of trying to plan something like that.
1: Decentralized Revolution is a new podcast from the Libertarian Party Mises Caucus. Our goal is to revolutionize the LP by focusing on Austrian economics, radical political decentralization, and by supporting strong local candidates. On Decentralized Revolution, we talk about these ideas in long form interviews with the most interesting people in the libertarian movement. People like Dave Smith, Scott Horton, Maj Touré, and Jacob Hornberger. If you're ready to take human action with us, check out Decentralized Revolution.
0: Hi folks, Dan Reed here, the host of the Culinary Libertarian Podcast. During the show's tenure, I've spoken to celebrated authors of baking and economics. I've chatted with bakers and chefs and libertarians alike to introduce you to people We'll provide a mix of ideas to build your skills in the kitchen, as well as tempt your appetite toward liberty. Type culinarylibertarian.com slash podcasts into your browser search bar and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. I look forward to hearing from
1: you. I mean, it goes the, the same way you think about farmers um, planting, you know, um, GMO soy or GMO corn and having that pollen come over to, to my yard and, and pollinate my stuff. And now I have to deal with that. Um, you know, our, our,
0: well, that's not a problem other than when Monsanto owns a bunch of patents and then
1: sues you for patent theft. Yes, you should be
0: able to sue Monsanto for invading your crop.
1: At the same time, it's not just the, the patent theft part of it. It's the fact that maybe I don't want GMOs in my food and now you've polluted my food. You've crossed that line and you have uh, damaged my crop. You know,
0: And you and I think you should absolutely be able to you can prove harm. Right. Go for it. The problem is, is here we have a system of property rights based on intellectual property, which is not property. It's a great way to you know maintain cronyist collusion, but definitely not property rights.
1: And a court system, court system that uh, will will support it. You know, um, go go try to take Monsanto to court. Dare you? Yeah. Good luck. So you know that's that's the problem. The issue
0: isn't the plant. The issue is the protections afforded for certain classes of people here. That's the issue. Right. Most people would probably stop trying to plant invasive species if every time they did it, they got sued or they take greater care when they did it. Yeah. You'd have maybe like, if you want an invasive species, that's fine, but you grow it in your greenhouse and that's the only place it goes.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a tricky thing, right? Because I mean, you, you look at uh, you know, up there, you guys have, I um, always call Roman honeysuckle, maybe. They're like those bushes, uh, kind of a low growing shrub, you know, and they have the, the red berries in the, I want to say summer, you know, and, and. You can't do anything with it. The berries are toxic, and the birds just crap them out everywhere, you know, which makes it uh, a little, a little trickier to prove that uh, you know this is, this is your bush or uh, where it came from. Things to, to think about, um, you know, for me anyway.
0: No, no, I mean, I, I I get recovered from that. I guess my point is, these are there's lots of things that you can decide as a community. Yeah. What you're going to do about it The idea that there are just all these mandates coming from down on high Oh wait, but that's right, we just established over the past six months That people will, you know, do whatever mandate comes down from on high Regardless of how insane it is Most of them will,
1: most of them will
0: Or how intrusive on your life it is mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah We got uh, started getting some, the local grocery stores telling us we have to wear wear a mask to go in now So
0: I'm surprised it's taken this long, Ben
1: yeah I don't know. i started started going to the the ghetto food mart down the corner, and they don't make me wear a mask so
0: yet I'm okay.
1: I'm okay. I doubt they will I think in most of the places down here that they're
0: always they're always the holdouts they held out up here too, but eventually even those places gave in because eventually the fines get to be too much
1: oh there's we don't we're not George is different like we're not fining. there's they're not doing that yet yeah well and and kemp the the governor said that um Like the counties can't pass jurisdiction, like uh, mandates or whatever that um, like law, mask laws, you know, and and so there's that. And uh, most of the places down here that do have mask laws are like your Walmart, your Home Depot, your Kroger, the places that are.
0: Yeah, they're all chains.
1: Well, yeah. And and headquarters is somewhere else. And like I've been in, you know, how many times have I gone into Home Depot and I I haven't had a mask and they have a sign up, you know, and whatever. And and nobody really cares. Nobody says anything to anybody about it because nobody really cares. It's it's crazy. It's a crazy world, man. I I can't wait till it's all over, right? Because we're gonna go straight back to normal, and everybody's gonna be happy. Yay!
0: I mean, I guess <sighs> no, not at all. I don't know. I don't know what you were smoking today, but
1: I'll take some of that. <laughs>
0: it's just ah, oh, man. There's about a zero percent chance of that
1: happening. Yeah, I know, right? I know. And nobody, you know, because nobody, nobody said this in the very beginning, right? That uh, we're gonna get it all back.
0: I mean, dude, it's been slow. It's like watching slow motion, like everyone losing their minds. Like I'm just here going, what is happening? How, how is this happening? How, why are people listening to this? Why are people buying this? Like the, the numbers don't make any of this make any sense. Yeah. Like I'm looking, I'm theoretically looking at all the numbers that everyone else does and I just don't see it.
1: Yeah. Yep. No, it's cause it's, uh, it's not there.
0: Look, I'm just saying resident evil made me think a pandemic was going to look a lot different than this.
1: <laughs> it's because it is a real pandemic would, unless they're just slow playing it. You know, and then it's it's uh, just waiting for it to get in everybody, and then they're going to flip the five G on, and we're all just going to like fry. Come zombies.
0: Well, I've 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 heard some people speculate that this is actually to lull us into a false sense of security for when the real thing does happen. They've taught us all the worst ways to deal with it, and so that we'll actually wipe out a significant number of people. <sighs> Sounds like fun. Let's hope they're wrong. Let's hope that yeah, for sure. Whatever, whatever evil cabal has brought this hell upon us
1: is uh, perhaps not that vindictive. Get my get my bunker set up.
0: Yeah, we we're just adding to the adding to the stockpile right now, building mm. up our food
1: stores. You should build it up with the the Chinese giant salamander. Is that what you're talking about? That's that's what you should Yes, that is what I'm talking about.
0: I, dude, I just want to, you. You just want to put a fucking saddle on that thing and ride it, don't you? I do. It's I do. like. Are you looking at like the two hundred and fifty pound one
1: uh I don't know. yeah up to hundred ten pounds in weight, six feet in length
0: i've seen I've seen some really big ones. they're fun, yeah, I can imagine
1: I love salam I love salamanders in general though I'd be afraid of it, man. They wiggle a finger the wrong way and it's like gone, yeah oh no they they don't I don't think they have any teeth or anything like that It doesn't matter if it got teeth man.
0: Just suck your arm and well gone. <laughs> I suppose there's a possibility no man from what I saw, that thing is very, very skittish.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, dude, don't you remember hunting, hunting, cr- hunting salamanders when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, but they're like you know minuscule salamanders and mud puppies. Yeah, but they're, they're tiny. They wouldn't. They wouldn't try to bite me. They're like six
0: inches, eight inches tops. Yeah, that was the most fun though. It was just a, just a day in the creek. You're over there with just a fucking mason jar and yep. stuffing some stuffing some critters in there crayfish crayfish and salamanders.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's fun. Occasional, occasionally you'd find a mud puppy. They're they're they usually are harder to come back because they generally come out at night.
1: Yeah, we would find them once in a while, but not really. We, we said I remember we set up uh, like fish traps and we'd like you know put our own like aquarium together like over the summer with all yeah. like the the stuff from the the creek. And of course, it, you know you couldn't keep it through the winter because it was just it, you know their life cycle is different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but it was fun, man. That was, that was what it was. Probably, probably illegal and, uh, you get fined for that now. Oh, sure. Taking, taking wild, wild creatures and putting them in a, in a zoo. It's no good.
0: Did you like, uh, did you ever eat crayfish at all?
1: Oh, I've tried. Um, I don't mind it. It's just a a lot of work and it's not worth it. It seems like a lot of work for a little reward. Yeah. You know, it's like, like uh, a lot of people like sunfish. And, uh, I don't know, man, it's just a lot of work for like starburst of meat, you know?
0: That's a uh, bluegill, right?
1: Uh, what did I say? Which, what well, you said sunfish. All right. Yeah. I, I call them sunfish. I call them brim down here, but like your bluegill, your,
0: uh. Yeah. I, there's a million
1: different things you call them. Oh, the, the panfish type stuff.
0: Yeah. I've, uh, I don't know. I've never eaten one. I remember I caught a bunch of them once. When I was a
1: kid, yeah, they're super easy to catch, but man, they're bony and there ain't no meat on them. You gotta flay them, and it's just like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> what the
0: hell did I waste my time on this?
1: Yes, go catch a bigger fish.
0: I, I be honest, I, I, gave up fishing many years ago. It was way too boring. That's why I like. That's why I like hunting oh, the crayfish yeah. and stuff like that because there's like some activity
1: to it. I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, um,
0: I know you're a man who likes his quiet. Fishing can be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You, it's like you get to do the same reason you like your hunting. Yeah. It's quiet and, and lonely. Grab some alcohol, go sit quietly in a place and maybe something happens. Maybe it doesn't.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh, we got so many fishing stories. Oh So much fun. So much fun as a kid. But...
0: The one thing upstate New York was good for, man. It's uh yeah, I, it, it was such an idyllic place to raise children. I think when I, when we were younger, I couldn't tell you what it's like now. I imagine It's awful based solely on like the school systems?
1: It's tough. It's tough. Cause it's, man, I, I constantly, we're constantly bouncing that idea. Could we go back? Could we go back? You know, you, you have, you have help from family. Cause like, you know, you know, they're, they're close enough where you can go visit or, you, you know, the grandkids go visit for, for a little bit and kids get a break. And, but every time it always goes back to like, do I want to move back to you know, the, the democratic people's Republic of New York. And I, I personally don't, you know,
0: I mean, dude, the thing is, is the, the thing is, is like where I was in upstate New York, you weren't going to feel the state too much anyways. Yeah, I mean, they're so fucking far away. We are so deep in the country, but, it, and I mean, it's not like everything else isn't going that way now. Anyways, I know. I know. So it's almost like everything. It's going to be a, a statist hellhole, Anyways, you might as well be in the best looking statist hell hole. Yeah.
1: I know, I, and 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 there's that, there's that. But I just I think about all the things that I would have to get rid of in order to move up there. Sometimes, like I don't know if I want to get rid of that. Maybe maybe I just don't uh, disclose it. Or lose lose things.
0: But if you're making all of your raised beds out of luggage, yes, you take the dirt
1: with you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I yeah yeah. We gotta talk about that sometime.
0: I mean, it's the stupidest idea thing I've ever had, but it's fun.
1: Hey. It works. It works, right?
0: That's kind of the idea. If, if I can keep my dirt and take <laughs> it with me when we leave, that's the that's the key. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be all totes and luggage. What's sad is that like our actual garden that is growing pretty good right now. Like it's kicking into high gear. Liz has been pulling cucumbers and beans out of it for weeks now. Nice. That's all uh like, you know, what do you call it? Lasagna garden in the backyard. All right. So, although technically, I mean, depending on how fucked up that cardboard is, you know, we get to just pull all that up and throw it in a bin too.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess you could. I imagine it gets broken down pretty quick. We tried it once and it kind of, kind of worked, kind of didn't work. I want to try it again. I think we're going to try to do a bunch of raised beds. Yeah.
0: I mean, dude, it worked awesome for us. Like, I think yeah, you do, you need to make sure you do it the right way.
1: Yeah, that's what I've, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Like
0: Liz was very meticulous about how she did it, and she—I mean, a lot in a lot of ways—the cardboard sat out there for a long time before we ever put anything on it, too. So
1: yeah, so it was already kind of pre-broken down. That's that's the uh, the trick, man. I, I really got to stake it down. I uh, I had a, a turkey tractor slash coop type thing that I built I made out a hog panel I had three hog panels it's uh like 30 36 inches high about 15 feet long and there was three of them yeah you just get too much wind where you are the whole thing dude the whole thing weighed like 200 pounds and I had uh the wind flipped it over flipped it over I'm like amazed. It's just wild.
0: Landed on landing on the goats
1: and no no everybody was okay thank God but uh, man it's just it's it's amazing how how strong the wind can be like blowing through and just whipping but
0: yeah but I think we've moved on past our desire to talk about China at this point huh
1: I don't know I don't know <laughs> I, I could uh, I could I could raise some giant salamanders that would be cool are we are we are we racing them no raise them raise them for like uh, I don't know novelty.
0: Okay. I mean, you're probably not allowed to, I would almost guarantee it.
1: Uh, probably. You'd probably get fined. They're probably they considered invasive species and you know. Yes. They bring the, they bring the cuve with them, you know? They're definitely a, uh, endangered species or something like that. Right. I think they're, uh, yeah, they're red. They're red on Wikipedia, whatever that means. <laughs> some, some concern, not least Canada. So
0: anyways, folks, I, this has been episode number 57 of free markets, green earth, I don't feel like editing past this point, so we're just going to call it. Check us out at com. You can see our whole host of episodes. We've talked about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, I have a lot of big things planned coming up into the second half of this year that we're working on. I want to do some growth. Uh, If you can, please go out, tell a friend, tell tell your mom, tell people you don't even know. Say, hey, guys, I got the real deal, the skinny on the environment by some guys that ain't too boring. (laughs) (laughs) The key is I don't think we're boring.
1: Go to iTunes. Just go to iTunes. Leave a review. Yeah, I, I like reviews. Reviews are fun. Has anybody ever actually reviewed this show? I've never checked. I don't know. I can't figure out how to check. I, it took me like twenty minutes to figure out how to write a review for like Alyssa Milano's podcast.
0: How How did you review her podcast?
1: I, I don't recall.
0: How much drinking had you done before it?
1: I think I think I said I think I said I, I would rather be locked in a closet with. Five other people eating potato chips or something like that. But
0: I probably would have said I would rather be raped by Joe Biden.
1: That's that too. That too. That would that would that would make sense. Who knows what happens in that closet with five people? Could have been Joe, Joe and Stacey Abrams and Kamala. What are you talking?
0: What are you talking about? Joe doesn't in public. He doesn't even bother with the closet. <laughs> he knows no one. Like like where Trump said I could I could kill someone in, in Times Square and I know and he'd still make me president. Joe Biden actually has raped people in public and they're still going to make him president. That's true. It's true.
1: We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. It'll be an interesting election, that is for sure.
0: Hey, we'll see how much of this ends up in the actual episode. I don't know. I think it'll get us kicked off YouTube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, all
0: right, folks. Y'all have a good one. See ya. podcast is a proud creation of the Mad Audio Lab. For more information, check out madaudiolab.com. Free Market's Green Earth is part of the Liberty Hippie Podcast Network. If you like what we do, be sure to check out Homesteads and Homeschools, Peace Freaks, Cannabis Heals Me, and This Week in Liberpods. We're living proof that libertarian doesn't mean washed up republican.